This is a podcast program that explores the world of Carnatic music. Joining me from Chennai, India is Vidya Subramanian. As I mentioned in my brief note to all of you, Vidya recently relocated from Albany, New York to Chennai, India. Please join me in wishing Vidya and her family all the best as she settles down in Chennai. Vidya, I hope your move went well and you're settling down fine. The move has gone pretty well, Devesh. Thanks for your wishes. Uh, we are settling down in Chennai and uh, I would like to thank the listeners for their patience uh, as we took a short break from Raga Rasika over the past couple of months. I would also like to reiterate that Devesh and I remain committed to Raga Rasika and we look forward to continuing this musical journey with all of you. Thank you so much, Vidya. Now let's get on with our program. Over the course of several episodes in the past, we have introduced several Carnatic music terms to you and discussed their definitions and what they mean. Today, we want to introduce one more such term. And this is the concept of Kalpanaswarams. So Vidya, could you tell us a little bit more about this term, Kalpanaswaram? As we have mentioned in previous Raga Rasika episodes, Improvisational aspects form a very important and salient part of a Carnatic music concert. One such type of improvisation is the performance of Kalpana Swarams. Kalpana means creativity or imagination and Swarams refers to the rendition of solfer notes. Kalpana Swarams are performed during the rendition of a composition they may be appended to the opening line or to any line of lyric in between that the performer considers as best suited for the rendition of kalpanaswarams and therefore there are several factors that a musician keeps in mind while performing kalpanaswarams one such factor that a musician needs to keep in mind is the placement of the composition for which he is performing the kalpanaswarams in the concert for example very often if the composition falls fairly early on into the program the kalpanaswaram rendition is usually kept quite brief to make sure that the concert gathers momentum on the other hand if the kalpanaswarams are performed for the main piece in the concert the rendition can be very expansive and can be done in multiple speeds with many variations in terms of the length of each round of kalpanaswaram 
and also sometimes rhythmic calculations which can range from simple to complex may be incorporated into the kalpanaswarams vidya as you talk about kalpanaswarams and the highly improvisational aspect of this concept it occurs to me that we have talked about another improvisational aspect in carnatic music which is the concept of alapanas how do kalpanaswarams compare and contrast with alapanas that's a very interesting question devesh there are a number of important similarities between alapana and kalpanaswaram number 1 both of them have to be performed keeping in mind carnatic music grammar and conventions both of them require a good deal of mastery over the fundamentals of carnatic music and can only be performed by musicians who have attained a high level of proficiency and who have been exposed to numerous compositions across many ragas coming to differences there are several of which i would like to highlight some fundamental differences today the first thing is that when you hear the alapana you're not going to hear the swarams being sung explicitly so alapana is done more as a free flowing exercise where you hear the basic akaram or a sound interspersed with some rhythmic syllables like ta da ri na na and as the musician performs the swarams flow as an undercurrent but they are not explicitly sung on the other hand in kalpana swarams you are actually going to hear musicians say out the swarams like sari gama pada ni so that is the first difference i would like to highlight moving on kalpana swarams have an explicit rhythmic or thala component to them and they are performed in cycles or rounds in that i mean after each round of kalpana swaram the musician goes back to the line of lyric for which the kalpana swarams are being performed on the other hand alapana does not have a specific thala component very often you will hear slow phrases and then fast phrases being sung during the alapana or being played on the instrument during the alapana but the alapana itself is not set to any particular thala and also the alapana is typically performed in one long stretch by the lead musician after which the accompanying musician like the violinist gets to perform his or her version of the alapana in the case of kalpana swaram this is not the case as the vocalist and violinist typically take turns performing the kalpana swaram with the main performer taking the lead in this case as well yet another important difference that i would like to highlight is that the alapana precedes the performance of the composition or in the case of the ragam thanam pallavi precedes the performance of the thanam which is yet another type of improvisation on the other hand the kalpana swaram is woven into the performance of a composition and may be performed during the performance of the song itself or may be performed after the performance of the song but essentially it is performed as a part of the composition's performance itself vidya can you share a couple of examples of kalpana swarams and maybe one example of an alapana so that we can really understand the differences between the two i'm first going to illustrate a brief alapana in the raga kamboji tanan na na 
to sing the opening segment or pallavi from a well known muthuswami dikshitar composition marakatha vallim manasa smarami following the pallavi rendition i'm going to sing kalpanaswarams in first the slow speed and then the fast speed marakatha
So, Vidya, before we wrap up this episode, I did have a question to ask you as I was listening to your snippet with Kalpana Swarams. As you were rendering these Kalpana Swarams, in each round, sometimes you ended the Kalpana Swaram by just using the first two syllables of the composition name, as in Mara, and sometimes you used the entire word. So could you share with us a little more about what, what was actually happening there? Devesh, I'm, I'm really glad you asked that question because uh, one important aspect of Kalpana Swaram singing is that not all Kalpana Swarams are equal in duration. If you were to go back and listen to that Kalpana Swaram rendition that I just did, you will notice that each round of Kalpana Swaram gets progressively longer when compared to the previous round and this is more of a convention than a hard and fast rule so to answer your question the first few rounds of kalpana swarams will take up only like quarter or half a cycle or avartanam of the tarda so i have more room to say more of the lyric so i might have said barakatavalli for the first couple of Kalpana Swaram rounds. As the Kalpana Swarams get longer, musicians tend to use up more of the Tala cycle in the Kalpana Swaram rendition itself. So they often truncate the word and I might have said, for example, Marakata and then it launched into the Kalpana Swaram. So this has more to do with the convention of singing progressively longer Kalpana Swarams. And again, you know, as the Kalpana Swarams get lengthier and they spill into multiple cycles of the Tala, I might again come back to saying the whole word Marakatavallim because the Kalpana Swaram that I will be singing will likely be two or three cycles of Tala long and therefore I might take the time to give myself some breathing space before I launch into the next round of Kalpana Swarams. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Vidya, for that explanation. Let's pause here and pick up next time when Vidya and I will share with you a few snippets of Kalpana Swarams rendered by the stalwart musician Sri Jian Balasubramanian. Hope you join us for that episode. To learn more about Vidya, visit her online at vidyasubramanian.com. Write to us at www. Dot ragarasika dot com. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey,